Welcome to episode 10 of My Name is Daryl. Glad to have you guys back. Glad that you're having me back here. And thank you for listening. Obviously, a lot's been going on. So really, let's get straight into it as usual. First things first. I will not at any point be talking about, besides right now, Will and Jada Smith, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith situation that they have going on. It's easy pickings. This is not a gossip podcast or a gossip blog. So it's not something I'm going to sit here and talk about. I'll leave that for everybody else. With that being said, once again, there's a lot more going on in the world. Last podcast was really heavy. I do. I had a lot of positive feedback from it, which I appreciate because it was therapy for me. Um, there was a lot that I had to say and I felt like I needed to say. And I'm glad that you guys were understanding and appreciative of my therapy session, really. Uh, so thank you for being a part of that. One thing that I've been working on as of recently uh, for myself is trying to filter uh, what I am experiencing. And I'll go into detail about that. So what I mean is when I say I'm trying to filter what I experience, I mean, not that people around me are bad people. I mean, I'm very selective with what I do. So I do, of course, want to go on vacation and everything, but with COVID, I can't. But the reason I'm making a very big point of filtering what you are involved in and what you do is because right now, the most important thing for anybody, whether your issue is because of police, police brutality or your issue is because you're going crazy because of COVID, you have to still filter and it is, a, it is paramount that you filter what you go through and what you see and experience. Because at this time right now, a lot of people are reaching out and doing everything they can to go outside of what they should be doing. And I know it's very tempting in this climate where you are locked in the house and the world is burning or it feels like that. But I encourage all of you to seek your happiness, seek your stability, inside of your home and really be careful with filtering what experiences you go through because if you are already in this mental state of instability i'll say and i don't mean that in a negative way but you know uh, this 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 state that we're in currently and you go out and go into an unfiltered world where everything is thrown at you it is only going to just oversaturate what you are already dealing with. So please, like myself, filter your experiences right now. Make sure that the experiences that you're doing are not only fulfilling, but are necessary. I know that during this time, it is very hard to just be um, selective, being that you barely have much to select from, but it is very important right now. And like I always say, and I did not say on the last podcast, and I apologize, mental health is just as important as physical health. And I say that because I went through a lot of trauma as a child. Tra childhood trauma will break the strongest man. Childhood trauma will break the strongest human. It does not matter. So right now, while we are all going through something, no matter what you are going through, Make sure that you are not just trying to experience something, but you are filtering your experiences. 
now that I've said that and now that that is out of the way, let's get into what's been going on lately, in my world at least. Um, a lot of the time, I do take these little hiatuses and these breaks. And I mean, God, we're only on episode 10 and it's been a while. I've been doing this podcast for months um, and I'm only on episode 10. And I'd like to give a little bit of clarity behind that. I consider myself a habitual and <laughs> sadly a procrastin a pro- a procrastin <laughs> I procrastinate I procrastinate a lot um and what happens is the procrastination isn't due to me not wanting to create or being lazy with the podcast it's because I want the perfect product at all times but with that I also have so many other creative endeavors I want to go into Right now, I am currently working on a magazine that if you know me and you've seen the post about it, it's going to be something, and I promise you, it will be great, and it has taken up a lot of my time, but that is why I have switched the podcast date to Sunday, because on Saturdays, I no matter what can get it done, and if I can't, I have it pushed out by Sunday at noon, so that is the new message going, that is the new profile going forward. And also, I do want to start doing Monday mental health days. Maybe it'll be like a five-minute podcast. Maybe it'll be a 20-minute podcast. I don't know. But for me right now, and I feel like for everyone else, a very important thing is mental health because of what is going on. It is always important. Let me make that clear. It is always important. But right now with what is going on, it feels like it is even more important than ever. And also, Black Lives Matter. Now, I'm not going to talk or I don't plan to talk about Black Lives Mattering on on this podcast and about police brutality and what's happened in the world and Breonna Taylor and George Floyd. But just because I don't doesn't mean that it isn't true and doesn't mean that it still doesn't mean it doesn't matter anymore. It does. But at some point, I have to take a break and take care of my sanity, because quite honestly, if I would look, I put it this way. James Baldwin said it best, and may, and I'm gonna I'm gonna probably horribly, horribly quote this. You know what? Give me two seconds. I'm gonna go ahead and grab the actual quote. One moment here. All right. So the quote is as follows: To be a Negro in this country and to be relatively conscious is to be in a state of rage almost, almost all of the time, and in one's work. And part of the rage is this. It isn't only what is happening to you, but it's what's happening all around you and all the time. In the face of the most extraordinary, extraordinary and criminal indifference, indifference of most white people in this country and their ignorance. Now, there is more to this quote, but that's really the gist of it. And that, my friends, that is what I am talking about. So with that being said, let's keep going here. Um, One part of what I've been seeing a lot is a lot of fellow creative people um, falling into the trappings of the creative process. Now, if you are not aware of what the creative process is, the creative process is, well, it's honestly quite, it's, it's the creative process. I'm bad at explaining things. But basically, what, what it is is that it's your, your moment, your time that you take to create and build your, your platform, your product, whatever you want to call it. And what happens during that process, at least to me, and I can say others that I've spoken to, is that you get kind of either drained or maybe even too involved in your own 
process, in your own, you know, creation. And it honestly is one of the most um, draining things ever because there's a lot of people that do creative things out of, you know, need need to be rich. They do it for a get-rich-quick scheme. And those people will never understand what I'm talking about here. But the actual creative people who know what I'm speaking about and know what I'm speaking to, they understand what I'm saying here. It's that it's that long path that you walk that just slowly makes you question what you're doing, makes you wonder, hey, am I doing the right thing? And sometimes the creative process, don't, don't get me wrong, can be very, very, very easy. The, fl- the workflow can just come naturally. But it feels like a lot of the time it can be the actual Achilles heel to your creation, which is always interesting to me because it's part of making your creation. It's part of what it is to be a creative person. And to my fellow creative people that have hit that roadblock, that are going through that process, remember one very important thing. You're doing it because you have to do it. Because for me, I'll say this. I have an itch that I have to scratch. I cannot live without going and doing this creative thing. Every time I wake up in the morning, my brain says, create, make, create, you know, do something. And it's a driving force within me that I cannot avoid. Now, I will admit, yeah, it's, it, it can be cumbersome. But when you are always creating and when you are in that process, if you always remember why you're doing it, that tiring nature that happens because of, you know, the work that you're putting in, it makes it a little bit easier. But also, don't forget this. During your creative process, yes, other people that do not have any means, nor do they care about creative things, but they are doing it for a quick dollar, yes, you may see what they see and what you determine as success. But that's not why you're doing it. Remember that part. You're not doing it to be the guy on the block with the biggest car and whatever you may do. You're doing it because you need it like the air you breathe. That is the key. That is why you are in this moment. Why you are in this cycle of making and creating and becoming something that you know you have to. Because if you don't, you might just stop being you. You might just stop existing. So remember all of my fellow creatives, you are doing what is correct and you are doing what you need to. Just because someone may seem, and especially I'll admit it, I get a little upset. I get a little, um, I wouldn't say jealousy is the word, but I, 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 feel, I feel slighted when I see someone that doesn't have their heart in it, but they're succeeding. Remember that you putting that negative energy towards them is wasted energy. Put it back into your project. Put it back into what you're doing. Keep going forward because it's not an easy path. And you knew that. You chose this path. This path was a part of you from the moment you started. This process was a part of you from the moment you started. So don't feel slighted. Don't feel wronged. Don't feel like, woe is me. I have all of this ability. Why is no one loving me? Just remember why you're doing it and keep doing it because it's not for the accolades. It's for you. It's because you can't breathe without 
doing that exact thing. And that is the creative process, though. It's this long, winding road that feels like it'll never end, and it probably won't because you're you're made to create. But along that way, we all look for that love, right? I think every person, every person, creative, non-creative, wants love. They want to be loved by other people. And that part, I, myself, have started to experience. And that comes from you guys, my listeners. There are well over thousands of you guys, well over thousands of you guys, split between listening directly from the site, listening on on uh, Apple, and listening to uh, Spotify. There are there are over three thousand actual unique listeners, and that's insane. And you guys downloaded a lot of episodes last month and i can't appreciate it much more and the part that i really find funny is that i don't plan on making a dollar out of this i just want to do it because i don't know i like talking a little bit maybe it's me feeding my ego but also it's turned into something that i'm just so appreciative of i mean it's just weird to think that someone's listening to my voice and finding it a good thing i guess Finding it like worth the time to listen on a on Spotify or something. I just find it so crazy. And I and I really cannot say this enough. You guys are awesome. And you know, I I, I don't get many emails from you guys. I, I've probably gotten a handful, but the showing up every time an episode drops, that part, that's where I know that what I'm doing is at least helping someone or is at least interesting to someone or maybe you all think I'm idiots, which, you know, I've been called worse. But that part, for me, for my creative process, it helps. The love part. The the seeing, not that I'm making money, but seeing the fruits of my labor lead to someone, somewhere, appreciating it. And that is beyond enough for me so thank you thank you all and let's get into the topic of the day the black sheep right now COVID-19 is terrorizing the world COVID-19 is killing everything it can kill and yes the numbers are not as high and we're not going to do conspiracy theories as people want to do but it is terrorizing the world both physically and mentally And right now, a lot of people are on this boat, or maybe they're on two boats, actually. They're on the fence of, should I be afraid, or should I stand, you know, strong and say, no, I'm not going to be afraid. I'm going to live my life to the fullest. And neither one, by the way, is completely incorrect. I can see the boat. I can see the side. I can see both sides of that coin there. But right now, you have a lot of people saying, if you put on that mask, if you if you hide inside, you're doing nothing but letting them take your rights away. You are just letting them take your life, your rights away. You listen to CNN, you you watch you watch mass media. You are just following them and you're following them and showing that you are nothing, 
nothing but a sheep. And, I mean, I guess they're right. Sheep do follow. That's kind of what they do. So they're not wrong. They're not wrong, I guess. And they have a point. I mean, look, if you just sit here and listen to the media and listen to, you know, um, the people on Twitter or you listen to Reddit, you kind of are, you know, you technically are a sheep. You're following. And, okay, let's look at it this way. Long, long road, short, (laughs) narrow path, long road, right? You're going to be congested on that path because there's a lot of you guys. You can't pass each other. There's not enough room in that echo chamber to, you know, add more conversation because the, the room is so small that everyone's saying the same thing. So if you just keep saying the same thing in that small room on that narrow path down that long road, even if you have like a suggestion, they're right. No one's going to hear you. You're just, you're just a sheep. You're just following along. You have no say-so on what happens. And, you know, they're taking away your rights. It's your right to speak your mind and do what you want as a human being, especially in America. But they're kind of wrong, too. I mean, look, I keep hearing this idea that if the mask, and listen, I want to clarify this. I want to clear the air. I am probably one of the most nonchalant people when it comes to this COVID thing. Um, the one, the few changes I made to my life is I don't go see my mother because she has immuno, she's not, she is immunodeficient, I believe is the term. She can be easily infected, so I don't want to possibly, you know, just bring that to her. Because, you know, I like my mom, I like her a little bit, she's a cool woman, she brought me into this world, you know. So, I'm not really, you know, oh, gotta, you know, take 20 different precautions before I leave. Because I already washed my hands like a normal human being. Which, by the way, you guys are nasty. Listen, me and my lady, we always get sanitizing wipes. Always get Clorox wipes. I find it disgusting that all of the Clorox wipes are gone from all the stores around here. You know why I find that disgusting? That tells me that a lot of people are just not learning how to use or starting to use Clorox wipes, which tells me that y'all had some nasty services, but that's a whole different conversation. Maybe I'll get to that later. But anyway, I'm very nonchalant about the COVID thing. I I don't really, you know, I take it seriously, obviously, because I don't want to die, and I'd rather not be sick. But I'm not, you know, out here judging people because they don't wear a mask. But the people who are... There, it's very interesting because it's just proving that everyone's a hypocrite. I mean, look, if you are not wearing your mask because, I mean, you got a point. It's not going to guarantee save you, but neither will seatbelt. But you wear it. I mean, airbags ain't guaranteed to save you either, but we keep putting them in cars. And you are 100% correct. If someone is touching their mask, and I agree with this all the time and putting it on and off, you're basically just inoculating yourself. So, no, you have a point. But the hypocritical part is you're calling people sheep. But you definitely follow the same thing. I mean, you're not following that path, but you're following 
a path. I mean, maybe the road's a little wider because, you know, there's less people on it. But you're still following someone. You're still following this idea that it's a conspiracy or that it's all fake or that it's all made to rob the American people of their rights and put us in fear. You're still a sheep. But I, I figured it out. The, the thing is, is that you're the black sheep. There's just a bunch of you. So you're still a part of the flock. You're still a part of the, the, the essence of humanity, but you've just kind of started to follow your own path. You walked off the path and you just kind of rolled in some mud and went about your day. And it seems like a lot of other people did. So before you knew it, there was like 50 of you following each other. So you're no different than anybody else. The idea that the people who are bucking the system and fighting against it, you're, you're, you're bucking a system, but you're, you're just joining another one. You're just joining another idea that people all, and it proves that sheeple is a thing. People love to follow each other. It's just the way humans work. But it doesn't make you special because you decided that I don't have to actually listen. I'm different. I'm not going to let them take away my rights. And, hey, that is your right, man. Like, hey, especially in America, you are right. You can tell the government to screw off all day long and that they are impeding upon your constitutional rights. But that does not make you better than the next person. It just makes you honestly look like a goofball trying to say that you're different, but you're fighting against it. Because there's a ton of the other people doing the exact same thing. And it's the beauty of it, though, really. Like, if I think about it, it makes me giggle. It makes me laugh because the people that are fighting against not doing X, Y, Z because of COVID, the people who are fighting against changing, you know, school school rules where kids don't have to go to school and things like that because they believe that it's changing stuff and this is all a farce, even if it is all a farce, right? Even if everything that's going on is fake and it's just media pumping everything up and making a big mess of it so they can use you as an American citizen or as a citizen or whatever country you are a part of. Wouldn't you, you as the person that believes that, wouldn't you want to just kind of prove them wrong? Like, all right, fine. I wear a mask, but you know what? You're still going to get sick. You're still going to, you know, go through things. You're still going to suffer. But instead, you adopted this idea that, no, I'm different, and I'll prove that I'm different. I'm going to go follow these people that are doing the exact same thing. You're still a sheep. (laughs) You're You're just disguising yourself by painting yourself a different color. Which, by the way, that is blackface. You can't be painting yourself a different color. That was a, that was a joke, by the way, but if <laughs> but if if you're if you're just doing a same the same thing, but from a different standpoint, you're quite literally still a sheep. There's no difference between you and the person that watches CNN or Fox or whatever, and believes in the coronavirus, which it is a real thing, by the way. People are dying. But I do understand that you, you know, don't think it's as big of an issue as people are saying. And you have an argument there because statistics are kind of on your side there. But 
it doesn't make you not be a sheep. <laughs> it just makes you, I don't know, it makes you crazy, I guess. But <laughs> with, with, with that, there's a, there's a lot going on right now in the world. I mean, Family Guy. Family Guy. God, Family Guy. The guy who does the Cleveland voice has canceled himself. He has decided he is no longer going to do the voice. So you're telling me a white dude has been making a voice to sound like what he perceives as a black dude for years. And now he's so woke. He's so woke that he can't do it anymore, guys. It's wrong. It's wrong for him to do that voice. And and in my head, I'm like, no black person asked for this. No black person asked for this. Not a single one. We told you to take care of the police and and family guy buddy over here decided to cancel himself. No one told you to do that. But it's very telling because then you have the situation with the Golden Girls. I, I love the Golden Girls. I think everyone should love the Golden Girls. It is one of the greatest shows to ever exist. And if you disagree, then I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, man. Maybe you should work on yourself and realize that, you know, you have no good taste because Golden Girls is great. But they told, they put out there that the Golden Girls had an episode removed because it did blackface. And I thought to myself, holy, holy shit. All right. How did I miss this? How did I miss it? And then I was like, wait a minute. They're wearing mud masks. They're wearing mud masks. That's all they're doing. It had nothing to do with blackface. Blackface is in such in a in a very not literal because I don't have the actual literal definition. Is actually to change your skin color to a darker tone with paint or whatever it may be to basically make a caricature and impersonate a black person. They had mud masks on. It wasn't serious. It had nothing to do with it. But here we go. We're in America, good old America, where if you tell them your foot is hurting, they will say, here, I have a sling for your arm. And then you look at them like, but my arm ain't broken. And they're like, no, 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 no. But listen, though, listen, though. I have a sling for your arm. So you take it or you leave it. Because I'm not giving you a brace for your leg, but I do have a sling for your arm. It's it's the same thing that's going on. I, it's just it's showing that that people are just sheep, man. People will follow, and they will follow even when the person leading has no good intentions and honestly doesn't care. I will tell you right now, all of these people that are canceling themselves for stuff that they did in the past. Which, by the way, you're you're an, you're a jerk. You're a piece of crap. They don't honestly care. They just don't want to be the black sheep. They want to just fall in line and become with the regular sheep. No, no, I'm woke too. See, I did blackface a couple years ago, but but I'm good now. I'm a good person now. I'll fall in line. Matter of fact, I will just throw away everything and fall in line. Are you happy now? Because I don't want to be the black sheep. I don't want to be like those guys that are saying that you shouldn't wear masks and are saying that knocking down statues that are memorializing memorializing slavery. I don't want to be like them. I want to be with you. I want to be a part of this. And it's just that human nature to want to be a part of something. Humans hate to be alone. Humans cannot survive alone. 
you know if you lock a person in you know you know why some people want to get rid of um of uh of isolation of confinement in prisons is because the people that come out of there that stay in there too long they kind of go crazy because you cannot survive humans are built on this idea of having community this idea of having communication this idea of having family so it makes sense that everybody is trying to avoid being the black sheep even the black sheep are trying to avoid being the black sheep they're trying to just you know do their thing but it's funny because they find community they find community in the not being a part of the group but being a part of a different group you know, they always say the lone wolf, you know, the guy who shot the school was a lone wolf. You find out that he wasn't really a lone wolf. He was, he needed some help mentally, but everyone has a group that they try to attach themselves to. And that's, that's the, that's the thing is that while everyone's sitting here trying to fall in line and avoid being the black sheep, avoid being the outcast you're literally just becoming exactly what you don't want to, but at the same time, you're finding some weird mental gymnastics way to avoid the label. And that is just, I find anything with human nature quite amusing because we're a mess. <laughs> we're a mess. We, we are insane. And it, 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 it never will make sense. If you were to look from the sky down on earth and look at humans, you would say, what the hell is going on? What are they doing? What's happening? What's wrong with them? Are they broken? They have to be broken. Something must be messed up with them. There's no possible way that they are just really at this point where, 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 where they're just fighting each other to, to, to be with each other. It's the most bizarre thing ever. Because the people who don't want to wear masks the people who don't want to tear down monuments, they just really want to feel like they're a part of the group. For some weird reason, they felt like, you know, they're somehow attached to that. And their way of telling you is lashing out and saying stupid stuff and being racist or being ignorant or whatever it may be. But they just don't want to be the black sheep. No one wants to be the black sheep. Nobody. Not a single soul. But... Somebody has to, so then you get a bunch of them, and then they become regular sheep, basically, because if everyone in the flock is a black sheep, they're all just sheep, right? Until one of them, you know, sets something out of line, then they get kicked out. But that's it. That's the black sheep theory. That's the black sheep idea, is that people then of, of themselves don't want to be the black sheep, not because it's a bad label. Not because it makes you secluded, but because at the end of the day, everyone wants to be just different enough to find another group to attach themselves to. That's all it is. That's all it ever has been. The kids that, that went through a scene stage in high school, they only wanted to get out of one circle to get into another. Even though a lot of groups that go on now say that, oh, I don't want to be a part of you know, of, of society, of a community, they ingrain themselves into a different society and community because it's in human nature. That is what we are made to do. That is how we are wired. Now, 
Look, I'm going to be dropping another podcast, hopefully, 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 Monday. I'm going to drop a Mental Health Monday podcast. It will be a short podcast, probably 10 minutes at most, but it will be coming to you tomorrow. This podcast was made early on the morning of Sunday, and it will be dropping at noon today. But before I go, a few quick things here. Once again, thank you for everybody who is listening. Thank you for everybody who has supported me, and thank you for sticking with me along the way. We got to episode 10. Boom. They said every podcast has a major possibility of failing before episode 7. Ha! We proved them wrong. We got here. We got the downloads. We got the clicks. We got the episodes. We got the appreciation. We got the audience, and it's due to you guys. But also, before I let you go, one last final thing. Remember, mental health is as important as physical health. And what are your melanin? I'll talk to you soon. That's the end of the podcast. Have a good day.